No, your eyes do not deceive you. We have got John St. Martin back on the podcast today, and we have turned into a book pod. We have a new feature on the Five Points Church Planning Podcast. We want to welcome back John St. Martin, a blast from the past. John, how are you? Hey, guys. I'm doing well, living in Michigan now. Michigan. John Michigan. is the uh, works at Reformation Heritage Books. He's the director of sales. We are so thankful to hear from him. Uh, John, tell us briefly about Reformation Heritage Books. Sure. Yeah. So Reformation Heritage Books was founded almost 30 years ago by Dr. Joel Beakey. Uh, he also started Puritan Reforms Seminary here in Grand Rapids. Um, and really, the, the goal is to get good resources out uh, as far and wide as we can at best prices we can do. So uh, we do a lot of publishing of, you know, Puritan reprints and things like that. We have some more popular level books, children's books, but we're also a distributor. So that's actually how I found uh, RHB was, I started buying books from their website, couldn't believe <laughs> the deals I could get. Uh, right. And so uh, when we were looking to to move on from Fargo, uh, they sent an email they were hiring and uh, it made a lot of sense. So yeah, so we we distribute, I always say the best books, the best prices, we, we carry things from Crossway, PNR, Banner of Truth, you know, Christian Focus, all sorts of places. Um, and uh, we try to be in our theological lane and, uh, and be a resource for churches and, and congregants and uh, anybody who who needs resources. So, yeah. John, how would a listener find Reformation Heritage Books? Yeah, so it's just heritagebooks.org. That's probably the trickiest part is the end, O-R-G. So, yeah, um, yeah. and, uh, you know, we, we send out emails every week or two with new things that are coming. I mean, a few every week, but uh, with new books that have come out or new sales we're doing. But Really, you can go to our website, look around. Um, you can you can trust that every book on our website's been vetted theologically. Uh, just a couple examples of things. Uh, you know, none of our children's books have pictures of Jesus in them. If if that's a an issue that you want to avoid, you can buy any children's book on our website and know that that's right. not going to be there. So there's there's right. things like that. It's going to be in the in the reformed camp. And Do they so, have pictures of you? Uh, I hope not. Yeah, that would not <laughs> sell well. Uh, gotcha. So. No, yeah, and we, we, we carry lots of books from pastors in the PCA and other Reformed denominations, and, and like I said, we also try to uh, introduce people to the historic, you know, Puritan Reformed people uh, who've come before us and keep those works going as well. Well, John, we're thankful that you're joining us again. Good to hear from you. So one of the things that we're going to do on a regular basis is talk about books from the past and from the present that are helpful for church planters we know on the Five Points Church Planning Podcast that we have a lot of listeners who are not church planners. They are pastors in the church. And so uh, we want to be a help to you as well. So we hope this segment will be beneficial. So, John, um, you've told me that in light of the five points that you have five books. So tell us what you have for us today. Yeah, so I kind of wanted to throw a little bit of a curveball to you because I you know a lot of publishing is very specific to kind of niche markets, right? Uh, pastor books, you know, we go to a lot of events and we have a pastor's table and we have a devotions table and we have a, you know, women's table. Um, and, and those are helpful resources, but sometimes I think it's more helpful for 
us as pastors to to kind of get out of the pragmatic world and and really go back to uh, you know just some foundational things. So one book I recommend to everybody that I, <laughs> I talk to, somebody going into seminary, somebody's already a pastor, just a congregant, uh, because it's short. Uh, it's one from the past. It's one that I read regularly uh, when I was planting in Fargo. Um, it's called, well, it's got two names. So Do You Pray or A Call to Prayer by J.C. Ryle? Uh, this edition here from Evangelical Press, uh, I think it's four or five dollars. It's 67 pages long. You can read it in one sitting if you have an afternoon or you can break it up over a couple of times. But it, something about the, the men who came before us who wrote like Ryle. Uh, they're just so stirring. Uh, they just cut through some of the uh, excuses, the things that we we tend to place before ourselves. And really, this book is a call to like true communion with God. And um, and anyways, it's one that I've gone back to time and time and time again because it cuts through uh, my own sinful inclinations and really reminds me of the heart of what it means uh, to be a child of God and and how to how to commune with Him. So. Yeah. That's my number one book. I try to sell to every single person because yeah. it's cheap, it's quick, it's easy, and it really just gets right to the heart. Yeah. And I didn't know you were going to mention that one, but that's that would be in, you know, if I had a top 10, it would be in the top 10, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's kind of like everybody should read that book and everybody can, and it's, it's very accessible. Uh, these have kind of been updated as well, uh, just to be a little bit more readable. Um, so uh, there's one from, yeah, so that one's from Evangelical Press. There's another edition called The Call to Prayer, but it's the same book. Uh, the other thing I would recommend is people read a biography. Um, you know, to, to hear stories of people from the past, uh, to listen to the things that they did. You know, these are pastors who are laboring in different times, but they, they have the same struggles. They have the same um, you know, they live in the same fallen world. So there's, there's a variety of types of, of, uh, biographies. I'm not one that wants to sit down and read a 400 page biography, to be honest. Uh, you know, you could pick up RC Sproul's, you know, new, new biography that came out. It's probably great. I've not read that one, but, uh, we have a little series at RHB called, uh, profiles and reformed spirituality. So I, I just, I'm not quite done, but I'm reading this one. It's called love to Christ. It's about Robert Murray McShane. Um, so what's great about a book like this is uh, when I was ordained, a guy in my presbytery gave me a copy of McShane's memoirs, uh, which is a big, thick book. I didn't know anything about McShane. I think I, I knew the Bible reading plan that people use. And uh, I tried to read it, and it was just a, kind of a bit too much to just jump into, especially not knowing who he was. Uh, so I picked this up. Uh, the whole book is you know, about 120 pages. It's a small book in size as well. But the first half of it, is just a short biography. Who was McShane? Where did he live? What was what was going on? Right? Uh, I won't tell you. You have to read it yourself. Uh, but <laughs> then the second, alert. yeah, the second half is excerpts based on this particular topic. So this is uh, it's called Robert Murray McShane and the Pursuit of Holiness. So mm. it's just excerpts from you know things he's written, sermons, and uh, and so you get an introduction. Who is he? You know, you can kind of understand who he is, and then then you have actual writings from him. And so this is then an introduction to say, oh, maybe I'll pick up his memoirs and try to read that. Or maybe I'll pick up, we have another one just about Dundee where he, where he served. And so, you know, it's a little bigger book and it's just more about, more in depth about his time there. So whatever biography you're interested in, uh, there's, there's a, a lot of great series out there, but I, I really think 
reading somebody else's story, you know, hearing how God was at work at different times and places can just be a great encouragement to kind of get you out of your moment and encourage you by seeing the faithfulness of God through the work of other men before us. So John, you mentioned that's a series. How expansive is that series? How many um, biographies can I expect to put on my reading list? Yeah, so it's it's pretty broad. We, it covers not only Puritans and but really kind of anybody that was influential in the Reformed tradition. So um, I think there's probably 15 at the moment. Uh, I got another one here by uh, Thomas Goodwin. Uh, there's, we have one on John Calvin, one on Charles Spurgeon. There's one coming out by the end of the year on Isaac Watts. Uh, and so there's a pretty wide breadth. And so what's, what's interesting about it too, is you can look through it and say, oh, I know that guy's name. I don't know much about him. Maybe I should learn more. Or you can look through the series and say, I don't know who this guy is at all. Why did they write a book about him? Uh, and, and introduce yourself to somebody you don't already know. Um, and like I said, a lot of these, I mean, they're, some of them are under 100 pages, just a really accessible way to, to kind of get introduced to somebody else. Yeah, probably slightly better than Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, just a little. Yeah, yeah, just a little. Yeah, We have All a right, different what, kind of bias. <laughs> uh, yeah, needless to say. So what, what's, what's, what do you have for number three? So I'll, I'll go to some more practical things at the last, the last end here. So uh, I'll start with one that we published that I noticed when I came here, you know, coming as a church planter. Uh, it's a book that's edited by Daniel Hyde. He's a URC minister in California. It's called Planting, Watering, Growing, Planting Confessional Reformed Churches in the 21st Century. So it's kind of a big book. It's a collection of writings from a variety of church planters. Uh, you know, and some of them are, are bigger names of people. There's a lot in here by Michael Horton. Uh, of course, Daniel Hyde is, is a planter and, and has added contrib uh, contributed to this several times. Kim Riddlebarger's in here. He's out there in California with him as well. Um, so yeah, it's it's one of these maybe more inside for our audience. You know, if, if you're in a confessional Presbyterian or maybe even Baptist denomination, this is going to be like a theologically informed, but also probably pretty pragmatic in terms of just uh, not only what should we do and why should we do it, but how should we do it? And so, um, you know, it's what I found really helpful when I first started planting was looking up all the guides from the different denominations. Um, you know, PCA has this huge binder. The URC has a, uh, a guide. The OPC has a guide. The OPC's guide is the most practical. It tells you which digital piano to buy. It's incredible. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, so... <laughs> All of these resources are, are very helpful. And I think that's kind of what this is. It, it brings together um, kind of best practices uh, from these men and, and also the theology to go with it, not just here, go do these things. But really, if we're confessional, if we're reformed, why does that matter when we go to plant yeah. a church? What makes it different than, right. you know, big box evangelical church planting? Mm -hmm. so, so that's very church planting specific. But if we want to go a little broader, I have two books for every pastor. Uh, now, I mentioned Dr. Beakey started Reformation Heritage Books, so uh, there's a book that might be helpful to people. It's called Pastors and Their Critics. Oh, tell me and, more. <laughs> so this is actually published by PNR, one that we distribute for them. Uh, and Dr. Beakey wrote this, uh, you know, for pastors that have to deal with criticism. We all, we all have, I was joking with a guy when I le was leaving, I said, you know what, you should get your pastor for Pastor Appreciation Month. If you want to send them kind of a complaining email, don't. Yeah. That would be a great right. gift. Yeah, no <laughs> so, doubt. Uh, but, you know, he goes through uh, various parts here. So 
uh, foundations for coping with criticism. So you're gonna get criticism. What are you gonna stand on when you get that, that you can actually cope with it? Uh, and then practical, you know, practical application. How can I practically respond? And, and anyways, uh, it's two pastors, Nick Thompson, Joel Beakey. Uh, you know, Joel Beakey's been around a long time, uh, walked with a lot of pastors, through a lot of things. And so um, great resource. If you're feeling like you're getting beat up, uh, this will be an encouragement to you. It will ground you on the gospel and, and hopefully allow you to continue to move forward. So that's for pastors. Now this one's for pastors. It's also for two other audiences. It is called Surviving the Fishbowl, uh, Letters to Pastors' Kids. So I've seen maybe uh, 20 different books for pastors' wives. Yeah. But I've never seen a book for pastors' kids. Hmm. Now, this book is meant for pastors to read so they know what their kids might be dealing with. Certainly it would be helpful for pastors' kids to read. But it also be really helpful for people in the congregation to read uh, so that they can understand some of the dynamics that are there. Um, it's not it's not long. Um, Catherine Stewart wrote this book. She also wrote a book to pastors' wives. So it's right. not like she's just uh, not a voice in this already. It's only 140 pages. Um, yeah, I think there's just a sense in which it's an afterthought. You think your kids will be fine, and and by God's grace, they will be. But they're going to be experiencing things that maybe they don't even have categories for. This is going to help um, them understand what's going on. It's going to help you shepherd them well. Uh, and it, it'll help your people to, to love you and your family better. Um, so this is one we publish. I've never seen a book like it. It's one I try to sell to every pastor I see, and, and I'm surprised sometimes that they don't just grab it. Um, I think there's a, a sense of, uh, I don't need that. Uh, but I, I truly think this is a resource that every pastor needs. If you have kids of, of any age, I mean, I think, um, you know, teenage kids have different pressures in the church versus five-year-olds versus, you know, 12 year olds. So there's a, there's a sense in which, uh, the longevity of this book and the different applications for it, uh, make it just a great resource. So surviving the fishbowl, Catherine Stewart. Uh, forward by David Strain, PCA teaching elder, Jackson, Mississippi. So, well, John, it's so good to hear your voice again. We'll have links to all of these books down below in the doobity do, so you can uh, <laughs> click on that, get straight to where you want to go if you want to check any of these books out. Uh, John, we're super thankful to have you back on with us. Uh, look forward to hearing from you a lot more in the future. Yeah, one last plug for you if you are a pastor. You want a church library, you want to do a book table, you want resources for your congregation, there certainly is the website, which is a great place to buy it. But if you're looking for bulk stuff, you want to get set up or something, you can put my email in there as well. You can reach out to me directly. We are here to serve the church. Uh, we're here to help you. We can make recommendations, whatever we can do to help you. Uh, we'd love to be part of it.